You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Federal Premium Ammunition and their new centerfire rifle ammunition terminal ascent. Now, the terminal ascent has a slipstream polymer tip that helps flatten trajectories and initiates low velocity expansion at longer ranges. The terminal ascent gives you match grade long range accuracy in a bonded hunting bullet and it comes in a variety of cartridges including the 6.5 Creedmoor, the 280 Ackley Improved, the 28 Nosler, the 7mm Remington Mag 30-06 and the 300 Win Mag. If you want to find more information about the Terminal Ascent, visit federalpremium.com and while you're there, check out It's Federal Season, the official podcast of Federal Ammunition. What's up, guys? My name is Parker McDonald, and I'm your host, and you are listening to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. It's a great episode for you this week. Um... We are talking to Kyle and Ryan of the Unguided Outdoors. These guys are incredible guests and great hunters, really solid creators. We're still in our creator series, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. These guys just kind of talk a little bit about everything. You know, we we talk a lot about like their their experiences with elk hunting and bow fishing, whitetail hunting on public land. Uh, in Oklahoma, we talk about Oklahoma a lot, Western trips, just the stuff that these guys are doing is absolutely incredible. And most of them are actually located in the South and they're traveling all over the, all over the country to do this stuff. It's really, really cool stuff. I think you're going to enjoy it. We love this, this, uh, conversation that we had with these guys. Um, it's a really, really fun episode. One thing that makes this episode pretty unique is that we really get into some of the, um, specifics on how they've grown their channel so quickly. So if you are a creator or if it's something that you feel like you want to start doing at some point um, or if you've started a YouTube channel you don't really know where to go from there, these guys really kind of get into depth on some of the ways that they grew and some of the strategies that they use and they put into place with their channel and with their group that uh, kind of kept them moving forward it's a really really cool episode and really geared towards creators and um and kind of the the tactics based around how to grow a brand these guys really do great and and if you're not a creator you're going to enjoy this episode too we had a really fun conversation just talking about hunting with friends and um a little bit of tactical stuff it's just a, a fun conversation so i think you'll enjoy it but before we get into that I have got some really exciting news to share. Uh, we have partnered with a new company, and I am just absolutely just jacked about this partnership. We're going to be partnering with Spartan Forge Technology. So, if you've um, if you've listened to a whole lot, if you listen to a lot of different hunting podcasts, you've probably heard Bill talk about his his uh, his new software that he's developed called Spartan Forge. I know he's been on um, uh, the Bowhunter Chronicles. I believe he's been on uh, Walt's uh, Chasing Tales. 
outdoors. He's been, I, I want to say that he was on Eats Meets, Eats Meets West. Um, he's just been on several different podcasts, and it's really cool stuff. So if you're not familiar with Spartan Forge, you can go to spartanforge.ai, and uh, that's kind of the homepage, and you can find out exactly what it is. And um, really cool software that is kind of keying in on it's a deer prediction app now I don't want you to think about some of the stuff that you've seen out for a little while now that just basically predicts based on moon phases and things like that or weather or anything like that this is actually based on actual scientific data from whitetail studies and Bill has has uh, a, a past in military and so he uses a lot of the same military targeting technology for uh for this application to to basically predict deer movement and it's super detailed it's really incredible it, it's amazing the the amount that this uh how, how deep this software actually goes and it's not even close to done yet there's so many things that uh that bill is in his team are coming up with and the ideas that they have and the things that are going to be um, unrolled very soon but it's not very expensive it's like like less than 30 bucks like it's it's super cheap um, for a year and also you can use the code all lowercase all one word southern ground and it will save you 25% on, uh, on on what you get so here's another interesting thing is what you pay right now will be what you pay forever they're not gonna jack the price on you they're not going to up the price on you. The price you pay right now is going to be what you pay forever. It's a very small investment for something that is going to be absolutely huge. If you know me, you know that I I don't really want to uh, partner with companies that I don't believe in. Stuff that I haven't put to the test, stuff that I haven't tried, stuff that I feel like might be gimmicky. That's just not really what we're into. And, uh, and this is definitely not that. And I know that... Um, for a lot of people, this could sound that way until you actually see it. Um, you see it working. And you can get a free 14-day trial, and uh, you can try it out. You can see some of the, the things that are on it right now. But you also need to, need to know that there are a lot of things that are going to be uh, unrolling pretty soon that, uh, that we've talked about. And I think you're really going to like it. It's, it's just a really neat application. Um, software for uh whitetail deer hunters it is so cool so we're going to be partnering with them you're going to hear a lot more about it we're actually going to have probably have bill on at some time uh in the near future to talk about it and let you guys know some of the things that are going to be uh released shortly and i think you're gonna i think you're gonna love it i really do and uh, i wouldn't say that if i didn't absolutely believe that and um i've i've loved it so far uh i've used it this past season and like I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not trying to pull your chain on this like it worked I, I'm not gonna say that I wouldn't kill deer without it but when I when I look at my um, my sightings and my encounters and I compare it with what what this software says it's very accurate um, and like I said he's using a lot of the military targeting type technology that they use um, and just shifting it over to whitetail deer hunting and it is really cool so 
look for that in the future again you can use the code southern ground all lowercase all one word and that will save you 25 percent uh off, off what you get on uh, spartanforge.ai is where you can learn a little bit about it you can also just go through um your podcast app wherever you listen to to podcasts and just search spartan forge and you'll probably find uh something a little more in-depth than just this little short blurb about it but uh i'm really excited i think it's going to be uh a, a really neat thing and i'm excited about this partnership you also check out screegear.com if you're looking for uh some new hunting camo as i've said in the past several episodes they have released a brand new pattern at scree it's called solace 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 uh, i guess it just depends on what part of the country you're in but it's a it's a lot darker pattern than the um, the summit pattern that I use a lot, pretty much all the time. I'm using the summer, summit pattern. I've got a few things in the mountain stealth, but that mountain stealth is actually going to be replaced by this new pattern. And uh, you can check that out at screegear.com, and you can use the same code Southern Ground, all lowercase, all one word, and that will save you a little bit off your order as well. Um, man, just a lot of cool, exciting things. Uh, companies releasing new products and things like that. I'm actually going this week to pick up the new unlimited kayak from new canoe now this kayak is uh really designed for the deer hunter or the turkey hunter or the insert game animal here hunter it's a it's got a lot more space even more space deck space than the frontier and it's called the unlimited it's got scupper holes which the frontier didn't have a lot of so it has really good um, draining capability. Uh, that was one of the only real issues that I had with my uh, my Frontier. The other thing is that it has a reinforced transom in the back. So the plastic is a lot harder. It's a lot sturdier. So if you're using an outboard motor, um, you don't have to worry about any type of cracking or separation there because this is uh, a lot more reinforced. A lot of really cool upgrades. Another thing is um, they've removed the dry hatch from the front and replaced that with a removable pod, basically a pod storage that you can buy separately. And so there's really not a lot of ways that water could get actually into the hole of the boat, which is just great. It, it, I mean, to me, what it seems like is they fix a lot of the issues that the Frontier had. The Frontier didn't have hardly any issues. Um, Y'all know I've used it. I've loved the Frontier 12 kayak for uh, kayak hunting and things like that but this one definitely fixed a lot of those issues so I'm going to pick mine up hopefully this week I'm really uh, I'm really excited about it um, so you can check out newcanoe.com they've got lots of new videos coming out you can also subscribe to the southern ground hunting YouTube channel and uh, I'm gonna be once I get my unlimited kayak I'm gonna be doing some videos on it showing kind of how I'm gonna rig it up and uh, showing some of its capabilities specifically for uh, hunting purposes then once we get into spring I'll be fishing and doing that kind of stuff as well um, turkey hunting for sure and uh, so you'll you'll definitely see it there you can also check out uh, tetherednation.com if you are interested in learning more about saddle hunting and uh, man I'm telling you what these guys are putting out in the saddle hunting world is insane um, they've got all kinds of products basically from the ground up you can find exactly what you need at tetherednation.com It'll get you started. We're also going to be uh, looking at doing another teach and train 
here in Alabama this upcoming summer, so you can be on the lookout for those dates. I haven't quite got them pinned down yet, but uh, last year we did it. It was a really good time. We had 60 or 70 dudes all show up and try out the new gear. We're gonna, I'm sure we'll have some new things for you guys to try out. And uh, if you've never sat in a saddle, obviously it's not something that you can really buy in a sporting goods store at Walmart or Academy or anything like that. So this is a really good opportunity to get your hands on things. So we're not just doing them here in Alabama. What I've heard through the grapevine is that they're trying to get a teach and train event in every state, which is really cool. Um, so I know for sure our buddy Jonah Abraham is going to be doing one in Georgia, I believe he said, on June 5th. So we may be over there. I'm sure there's going to be one in Tennessee. So if you're in the South, there's a good chance that there's going to be a teach and train event sometime this spring or summer. But you can go to tetherednation.com, click on the teach and train tab, and uh, find out if there's going to be one in your state, possibly in your area. And uh, I, I promise you will not regret going to that. Even if you know a lot about saddle hunting and you've been doing it, this is just a fun event where you can go for free and hang out with some cool people, see some new gear, and uh, heck, you may even have an opportunity to buy something. And uh, so go and check that out at tetherednation.com. So that's going to be it for this segment of the podcast. I'm really jacked up about this episode. I think you guys are going to enjoy this with Unguided Outdoors. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Creator Series on the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm really excited today because we've got a couple of the guys um, from the Unguided here. we got Kyle and Ryan, and of course, as always, we got, not as always, actually, this is, Drew, this is your first time back in like, in what, like three, three weeks? weeks. Yeah, 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 between COVID and having a new baby girl and everything, it's it, yep. it's been awesome, uh, but the COVID wasn't awesome, baby girl's awesome, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it, it feels good to be back, and I, I know we're uh, getting ready for turkey season and all that entails. I went and bought a, a new choke for my gun, and go. so we can, we can get in that at a later time, but that was a fiasco trying to get that thing taken care of, yeah. but um, man, I'm excited to talk to the, to the unguided today the, the channel's awesome they're putting yep. out some incredible stuff so i'm really I'm, good stuff i'm jacked up so uh we'll start with with you kyle so kyle is uh who i met from the unguided i don't even remember kyle how we met do you remember any uh, i think it was on the youtube creator channel oh real quick pin uh you have to call us unguided outdoors because there's some shady people that go by unguided and we'll get blasted if it's just unguided. Yeah, so we, we are actually that. trademarked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we are trademarked. If you like just search unguided, there's actually a heavy metal rock band called Unrock Unguided. So it's but that's <laughs> not what we're talking about. There's <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah. That's not the YouTube that's... channel I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure. So it's unguided outdoors. Yeah. We're we actually trademarked the full name. So Sweet, anyways. Man. Good deal. Uh, but no, we actually met. Do you remember that guy from Georgia? Uh uh cannot think his name was justin something and he worked for spy point and he used to have a youtube creator group yep. and then it got completely overwhelmed and he uh, got threats to his family because he kept deleting people's posts that he didn't like <laughs> and he had to delete the whole group this is an epic story wreck. he was a nervous wreck about a facebook group i'm talking about like losing sleep and everything yeah. it got huge yeah the group was great and it, it had yeah. a ton of stuff going on and like some really good conversations and then he's just like he, he actually sent me a message. You reminded me of that. He sent me a message. Yeah. like, hey, man, I got got some death threats and stuff from my family and stuff. Because oh I'm like, holy, holy cow, over a Facebook group. 
Um, yeah, but he that, banned some. He he banned somebody, and he was mad. <laughs> <laughs> but then we met at ATA, and yeah. uh, and and that's where I guess that was where we actually met. Um, right. It was nice to meet another guy who was on my level as far as height wise. <laughs> Um, I was and like, we're not hey, kin, even yeah. though we have the same last name, same, same last height. name, same height. We got, we're bearded fellas, you know, um, good looking. Yeah. Good looking is all get out for sure. Um, but so that's where we met and you guys were actually in a incredibly different place as far as your channel is concerned yeah. right then. And then immediately almost, you know, we'll, we'll get into the story of that, but it just blew up and y'all did some really cool stuff and the channel just blew up. So you were really the first person I met, and today, um, for the first time, I got to meet Ryan Boatner. And uh, Ryan, how's it going on, going on over there in Texas, right? Going pretty good after the uh, snow apocalypse we just had. I'm telling you, man. About a week ago, that was crazy. That was <laughs> that was nuts. That was nuts. We yeah. we actually got some of that here too. It it was like five inches here. I know I know it was nothing like it was there, but but man, that's crazy. But yeah. Ryan, I. I have a question though, because um, you know, you know, doing the Zoom and everything like that, um, is is your real name Paige Wells? Is is is, is that your real or Walls? <laughs> Walls? No, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> Actually, we had a we had a conference call with Vortex like uh, last week, I think, and I didn't even I didn't even know I had the app on my phone. I was like, oh, cool, I have it, and it popped up in front of Vortex as Paige Walls, and I'm like, name is Ryan, it's not Paige, I promise. <laughs> that's so awesome. So, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> they 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 may wish that it was Paige though. I mean, anymore these <laughs> days it seems like females yeah, no get, a, get a do a whole lot better in the outdoor industry than us ugly dudes. Right. Yo, hundred percent. Well, he identif he identifies as Paige Walls, so we're gonna be yeah. politically correct, and yeah. it's gonna get us in with anybody. Who's gonna turn us down now? Yeah, you yep. can't you can't turn turn down a female. Oh, for sure. yeah, that's awesome. Um, so you guys are putting out really good stuff. Yes, and uh, um. I kind of want to just, it's a little bit more difficult. We're doing a Zoom call, obviously, for this. And um, I kind of want to just hear how you guys started Unguided Outdoors and kind of where that idea came from. Y'all are, how many, I mean, just kind of, whoever wants to, just kind of explain how y'all started and got to kind of where you are today. Um, You, me too, you want to, Ryan, don't matter to me. (laughs) I mean... I can just, you start it yeah. and I'll add okay. on to anything. So um, me and Ryan actually grew up together. He was my cousin's first boyfriend, I think. And she was like nine and he was like 10. Uh, we went to church camp together. We're taking it and back. My mom, it. Yeah, way long. <laughs> so, and me and me and Ryan met at mule deer camp from my mom's family uh, in New Mexico. Oh. And we were children at the time. And uh, so anyways, kind of realized that, you know, hunting was in our blood and then we stayed in contact. And as we grew up through teenagers, going to church camp and visiting my mom's family, they only lived about 20 minutes from Ryan's house, became really close through our teenage years. And then we started, I guess, probably in our late teens, early 20s, started filming everything that we were doing, filming. And uh, we had another friend that was actually sponsored by Pelican and a few others. He was really big into bass fishing. So anytime that me and Ryan were with him, we would film with him and shoot photography. We didn't have our own equipment then. Uh, Early 20s, we started a YouTube channel called Real Deal Productions. I think it may be floating around there somewhere. Now, was it it R-E-E-L? Yeah, 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 sure was. (laughs) Real Deal. 
I don't know. Maybe it, you've it heard of us. <laughs> Parker's in his basement so, during the week, you know, just like scrolling through. <laughs> He's like, what happened to these guys? They haven't posted yeah. anything forever. Here, yeah, here we are. So, uh, so that kind of happened. And then we were the only, like out of the group of our friends, um, all of us either know each other from, for the most part, from church camp. And um, we were the group of the guys that would like, hey, dudes from Alabama and Texas, let's go elk hunting. Let's go mule deer hunt. And we were just kind of always doing the spur of the moment, you know, random hunts. And um, we were on top of a mountain one day after shooting Ben's bull, which is one of the first videos that we've ever made. And uh, Ben was hashtagging his Instagram video. And he's like, dude, we done this unguided. And he hashtagged unguided. And I was like, dude, that'd be a great name for a YouTube channel. And that was the start of it. And here we are. How yep. long ago was that? September 2018. So not long ago. I think. Oh, wow. No, not well, and we didn't even start a YouTube channel. We didn't even start uploading to the YouTube channel like religiously. Until we got back. I didn't until, think we well, even had it until we got back, I think, and that's when we started it. Well, we started Instagram first. And then right. I worked on the trademark. And then I worked on, like, making sure we were legit. No one else was, you know, had the name. Uh, and then, uh, in November of 2019 is when we buckled down and said, Hey guys, we're going to start uploading, you know, like treating YouTube for real. And I think we had like, what, maybe not eight, 900 subscribers then. Uh, and then yeah. I, we met you Parker right after that in January. Yeah. So... Yeah. He was talking about us at ATA and being a completely different place in our channel. I mean, we were, we were at ATA kind of just like, you believe we're here, dude. Like, look at this, yeah. look over here, look at these guys. Like we did not belong there. <laughs> no, we didn't at all. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Yeah, I mean, I remember talking to you, Kyle, and like, you know, I mean, I want to say at the time the Southern Ground Channel was a little bit bigger even than yeah. the Unguided uh, Outdoors Channel. I got to make sure to put on outdoors yeah. at the end every time. Yeah, um, <laughs> have people listening to heavy metal to rock music with weird videos. <laughs> but I think at one at that point, like. I think the that channel was even a little bit bigger, and then it was like, dude, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see you post something that's like, we just hit 20,000 subscribers, and I was like, what in the world happened? That was like in March, and we had just seen each other in January, um, and yeah. I mean, so y'all did something. I, I want to know, you don't have to share your secrets, but I can imagine a lot of guys who are creators are going to listen to this and be like, how in the world does a channel do that? Well, um, I, if I had to say what we did was we watch a lot of YouTube. I've got a screenshot on my phone that I sent Ryan the other day. What was it? Uh, 37 hours and seven days. It was crazy. <laughs> Whatever it was. Of, yeah. of YouTube that I had watched. And, and this has been stuff that, like when we started it, me and Ryan was watching a dumb amount of YouTube. And uh, so we was like, we kind of knew what we needed to do as far as we knew what, I don't like calling them competition. Maybe it's peers. And we seen that one of our niches that we could immediately go into was the bow fishing side. Mm -hmm. uh, it was off season for deer. There wasn't a whole lot of things going on. Uh, we hadn't really been faithful about posting anything to do with hunting up until that point because it was end of November. And uh, Ryan, when did y'all film the river? Video? It was, was it like it was right before the ATA, wasn't it? Yeah, I want to say it was the day. Oh, it was the day after Christmas. I'm pretty yeah. sure. It was, mm -hmm. yeah, because we had Christmas that day and then there wasn't a lot going on the following day. Everybody was off work and we've had this spot that we've gone and shot, you know, tons and tons of fish. And I was like, dude, we have to just 
go down there and video it and just you know it wasn't even like all of us it was just me and jj the other guy that was with us wasn't even her wasn't even part of the group and we posted that and it just went berserk because there's well like kyle can continue to talk about yeah that but. so there was there's just not a lot and, and i'm not trying to downplay what anybody right. has filmed yeah. far as just in bow fishing but there wasn't a lot of people that was doing what we felt like justice to the bow fishing where everybody that had done it was either too much like tv or they just strapped a gopro to the back or to the front of their bow and that's all they had done there was no personality there was no vlog and i mean when we're bow fishing it's probably some of the funniest moments and funnest times that we have you know even outside of hunting and we was like well dude if all these people are doing this with uh hunting let's just do it with bow fishing during the off season and uh next thing you know a lot of our videos took off and it was a lot of bow fishing videos up into that point which would get us into basically 2020 and uh was it 2020 that y'all filmed yeah it was when y'all done the gator guard trip and all that right and yeah. um and and so we filmed a lot of it and then ryan had done a kind of not really a documentary but he had a buddy of his that's got uh pig dogs and they do a lot of hog dogging and that video hit like a hundred thousand overnight and so that one really contributed and um if if i had to say though like what i actually accredit it to and this is what i tell everybody first of all you need to watch a lot of youtube um there's a guy there's a creator he's, he's an awesome guy his name's john lusk he owns uh, Lusk Archer Adventures. He does all the broadhead reviews. Right, a lot yeah. of people know who he is. Uh, John called me the other day, and he's like, Kyle, he's like, I feel like my channel's in a rut. And I was like, John, do you ever watch YouTube? And, he, and he's like, uh, no, I don't ever watch YouTube. I was like, first of all, you need to watch a lot of YouTube. And I said, so see who has done the most views within your space of what you're trying to do. Figure out how you can improve on it. And uh, I, I think that's kind of what we've done. We watched a lot of Born and Raised. So, like, if you watch our Elk series, you're going to recognize – a lot of things that we do may be similar to what they do, but like, I don't go watch a 45 minute elk hunting video. And so I'll fast forward through a lot of born and raised stuff now and same thing with uh hushing. I mean, and they are the OGs. I mean, they're the best when it comes to elk hunting. So um, not saying it in a negative light, but I'm just saying, I don't watch a lot of the downtime, whatever. So we started doing elk vlogs. Uh, when it was our elk season, Ryan, what do we normally keep them in about the 15 to 18 minute range yeah. is what you yeah. try to. So we yeah. try to hit high points with personality. And um, a problem I feel like that we are at right now is this transition. Like before the show started, we was talking about audience trusting us. Uh, what we feel like that we've done is we've sold the audience on activity versus the personality and so like um like people watch us for maybe like ryan he shot a big bull in new mexico there's some good personality in there but we don't get the viewers like if you watch eric chester youtube channel i mean the guy will just sit there and walk around with a gopro camera talking about nothing and people watch it and we don't have an audience that will do that most of our audience right now that are subscribing to us are subscribing for um for what we're doing and so what that's done is it's put us at like this really high threshold of Parker, you were talking about earlier of us having to travel so much. And so this year, what we're going to try to do, obviously we're going to try and keep the pedal to the metal, but at the same time, we're going to try and implement a lot more of just like our daily lives or just a lot more like gear reviews, things that don't require driving 2000 miles right. to get a video. I know that's a long way to answer all that. But, no, it's really good. Um, yeah. The short, the short version is, flashy videos you know like boat fishing is a pretty flashy sport you know there's a lot of it's a upbeat sport and there's a lot of cool things that happen and those get us a lot of views but like kyle was saying personality is what's going to get you subscribers 
versus just the views and the subscribers are what you want obviously because they're the ones that are going to get keep coming back for more and more and more for your personality over because like i've got some people that i watch on youtube that i mean like kyle was saying they'll walk around with a gopro or just be you know shooting a bow over and over and over for 20 30 minutes and i'll sit there and watch it you know the whole thing just mm -hmm. because i like yeah. the dude he's cool personality mm -hmm. and if you can establish a personality whether if it's just you or a group of guys like kyle was saying some of the funniest times i mean i've never laughed so hard probably than i do like bow fishing or just out in the woods hunting with my buddies and if you, you can capture that and just establish a personality and people start to relate to you a lot better if you can do that and that's what's going to help you know drive your subscribers up i think for sure there's an interesting analytic too and this is really um, more so, I would say this information is really good for people um, who are wanting to get into the yeah. self-filming or YouTube stuff or whatever. <clears throat> There's not a lot of conversations that I see happen in the hunting space that's outside of like our little small groups of people um, to help, you know, to help other guys that are wanting to do stuff like this. Um, right. but there's, a, there's an interesting analytic that I was looking at last week, and uh, it's it's the... Um, unique viewer versus subscribers. So mm -hmm. who who is watching your who's actually watching your video? Is it your subscribers or is it just showing up and recommended? And if it is just showing up recommended by YouTube, are people subscribing to that? And what I found was in uh, a lot of the videos, I probably had 20% subscriber viewership, which, I don't know if that's high. I don't know if that's low. I don't know if it's average. I don't really know. It doesn't sound like a lot to me. But with my deer videos, every video, even if nothing happened in that video, I was adding 100 subscribers just from that video. Um, yeah. I don't know if you know that analytic. I'm sure you do. Where yeah. you can see how many subscribers that video actually gained. So I'd have a video that, you know, nothing happened. I would gain over 100 subscribers from that. And then... When I started transitioning into turkeys, my views were down. They were low, which I imagined would happen just because turkey season isn't here yet. You only really got hardcore guys watching turkey videos right now. So I figured the views would be down, but they weren't like terrible. I wasn't mad about them, but it was like plus two subscribers <laughs> from that yeah. video. You know, like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't gaining the subscriber numbers that it probably should or like I, what i felt like it deserved even the ones that were cool as heck you know really good turkey yeah. hunts just wasn't and it's it's what you're talking about it's that it's that building that trust level you know if i if all i did was put turkey hunts up until july i'm sure that number would grow you know it's yeah. it's not going to stay at that but it's just establishing that that trust for for who who the person is and building building that um building yourself as the brand really not just what you do as the brand. Yeah, building the yeah. brand, that's that's a good a good way to look at it is building like a friend of ours was talking, you know, like what are some of the uh, who are some of the people Kyle he was talking about that they've kind of like worked with companies and actually branded some eater. of their own yeah, like meat, meat eater. eater and Donnie Vincent. Those, Donnie Vincent. Donnie Vincent. Donnie Vincent, yeah. Yep. What does the guy even do? Uh -huh. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he's just Donnie Vincent, yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> like he's yeah. just—he's literally built a you brand on himself. And if yeah. I remember right, I—I I asked—I can't remember who I asked. I don't think he's got a huge hunting background either. 
Like, I don't think he's been hunting, like, hardcore since he was really little. I think it's something he got into, and then, right. like, he's really good at branding. Yeah, he, you know he, what was, I mean? he was talking about, well, like, his Dudley. gear. And was just it, yeah. had, it had, like, people people were just jumping on like crazy. And the dude was wearing, like, a sweater that had holes all in it. And hitting, hitting yeah. you know, it, and everybody's like, oh, my special. gosh. You know, there's nothing you know? special yeah. about it. Yeah, it's just. It, yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what's so hard about, you know, outdoor YouTube channels is because it's, especially deer hunting it's so saturated yeah and the what's the difference i believe is either two things like we're talking about either the branding of something that's being used in the video or is it associated toward your name or just the personality that's going to set you apart from thousands and thousands of other youtube channels that are doing the exact same thing yeah, yeah so that's sure. yeah hey, no we'll say something Drew. when i was i was just going to ask kyle like if if there was a piece of advice, which you kind of have already said it just a little bit, but for the guy that, that started his YouTube, you know, a year or two ago, and he's sitting there at 600 subs and he's really wanting to go to the next level. Um, what should that, what should that guy or girl concentrate on in your opinion? So like for me, and, and I'm the one out of the group feels a lot like me too. So Ryan does a lot of the editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then me and, and he watches a lot of YouTube, but I'm the one out of the group that's just like sitting there reading like hours and hours in the night of, uh, you know, what can we do different studying other channels? I'll go, I mean, I go way deep into other people's analytics, seeing when they posted, how they posted, whatever. So I think you can do a lot of research just, just in general. But if I had to tell someone that was stuck at 600 subscribers, like right now, um, what I, like Parker, he made this statement. He's like, well, I'm posting Turkey videos right now and it's not Turkey season. So like if it was me, and I'm not criticizing you for posting turkey videos because I don't whatever you hate, you hate right everything now. I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the case at all. But if I was doing one thing right now, and you can go search it, is I would be doing. But and we haven't done it yet ourselves. I would be doing bow reviews right now. You and any anybody will watch it. And 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 like broadhead reviews. Think about the amount and, and i'm just talking about I'm, I'm i guess we're talking about outdoor channels right yes yeah yeah, 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 sure. yeah. so like if we're talking about off season go to your local bow shop and go shoot the brand new matthews because everybody and their dogs gets on youtube and searches what's buy you a little decibel reader they're 17 bucks on amazon show the loudness of three different bows shoot through the conograph i mean and, and oh, there's a 10 15 000 view video instantly you know and mm-hmm. then title it like something like i hate wit you know what i mean it ain't even got to be the reason that you hate Whit, but you can make the title. There's a there's a guy named uh, I always want to call him Brian McDonald. I think it's Brandon McDonald. Have you yeah. watched any of his stuff, Parker? I haven't. I can't mm. tell who you're pointing at. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, was, I'm sorry. I actually looked at Parker over over my phone. Yeah. I'm like, what? yeah. Pa- my, Parker, my name is Paige. To my right, Ryan. You're, yeah, Paige Ryan, you're or... here. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't heard of him. Okay, you need to look at this guy's stuff because he's blowing up like crazy, and I called him when he was a nobody, and I've been sending stuff to Ryan and them. All this guy does is sets a camera. Uh, he, I'll tell you who he watches. He watches a, probably a creator called Peter McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Peter McKinnon's a huge YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he has taken what Peter McKinnon does in uh, in the photography space. Brian McDonald is trying to do it in the archery space, and he will set up amazing lighting, studio lighting. And he will sit there and talk to a camera and just tell his thoughts about a bow, about FOC. He's kind of doing what Ranch Ferry done, but extremely uh, articulate in his speech. And people are watching it. And I feel like a lot of times as creators, we overthink it versus like just making good content and 
you know, and seeing what's working for other people. Cause if it's working for other people, most likely you can spin it in some way and make it work for yourself. Okay. Yeah. So, variety is key. Okay. Sure. So Ron, what, what I was going to ask you too is um, since, since this kind of seems like you're, you're more into the editing and the quality basically um, right. uh, it, if you have a good idea, but poor quality, will, will people watch it? Oh yeah. hundred okay. percent. I mean, not everybody's able to do it, but it's, you know, it's undoubtedly, if you go to any YouTube channel and watch any of their stuff from three or four years back, you're going to see it progress into something a lot, a lot more edited and a lot more better quality. And that does help. I mean, people's, I was telling Kyler's the other, people's extent, uh, attention spans are just shortening every day. Right. And so you sometimes have to keep it flashy. It can't just be the same thing over and over and over. And that's why I'm so, you know, articulous about quality and stuff like that and kyle's more it, it works out between us too because right. he comes out with a lot of good ideas and i like to watch not only outdoor creators but other like peter mckinnon and stuff like that who has really cool edits and stuff like that and we try to intertwine both of those in the uh, outdoor youtube channels he said a word that i've never heard i don't think it's Arti art he made it up did yeah. I say it? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you were trying to say articulate or meticulous, but I, I like articulous. I like best. it. I like it. I think I need, to, I need to eat a. I need to eat a Snicker bar. I don't feel like myself. I feel like Paige right now. <laughs> oh man, that's that's crazy. And like, I'm geeking out. I love these type of conversations, and we should probably yeah. set up a weekly conversation like this because uh, I just like I like the the bouncing ideas. But the reality is is that a lot of guys listening to this probably don't, don't give crap about right. uh, YouTube analytics and right. stuff. So um, I, I want you to kind of, in that same regard, we just talked to creators, basically. Yeah. I want to talk to um, to viewers and and just kind of describe what you are, what you guys are doing. Explain the dynamic, because I don't think we have, we haven't really talked about that a lot. You guys do have a dynamic of your five guys living all across the place um, and kind of what somebody can expect when they go to your channel. Um, put a pin in that real quick because there was something that we left out and this is something that I feel like is huge for every creator because Drew's question, he asked about quality. No one is more critical of mine and Ryan's and Phil's and JJ's and Ben's unguided outdoors than we are. Like me and Ryan literally roast each other's stuff 24 seven. Oh, no yeah. one probably hurts his feelings or hurts my feelings more than me and him. And so <laughs> yeah. like, he'll send me an edit and I'm like, dude, that music is horrible. We've had knockout drag outs from, you know, music choices for videos. And so not trying to skip your question. I was just wanting to say is I feel like a lot of people get way too comfortable and think that their stuff is better than what it is. And we are constantly, mm. constantly trying to say what's wrong with our videos. Yeah, and Liz, like you were just saying, listen to your viewers too. I mean, yeah, they'll 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 roast you too. <laughs> Pretty yes, sure they will, on YouTube. They will and definitely do. Not, and I've had, I like me and Kyle's talked about it. You know, uh, we've had knockout dragouts with it, and a lot of times I've had to just swallow my pride and just say, okay, maybe they're right. And now that I've looked back, I was like, you always go back and watch some of your old stuff. I was actually watching some right before we got on this stuff, and I was just like shaking my head, just like. Should have listened to that that guy that commented yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just roasted me, and I was just like so mad. But he was right. He was right. I understand, dude. I, I have those same I have those same moments. Like uh, one of the things when I first started was I like really liked like 
like more electronic type music i thought it was fun mm-hmm. you know i liked yeah. it and and there really wasn't a lot of people in the space at that time doing it and uh it's like man i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep doing this and like that if, if i got one negative thing on my videos it was that music is awful <laughs> like stop yeah. using the music yeah. it's, it's always yeah as it's editor, always it's music always that one thing yeah and and that, it's always that one thing that you put in there that you're like i bet they're gonna love this and then yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> or kyle would be the first one to say dude you shouldn't have done that transition like this you should have done that yeah like whatever dude you don't know you don't know you're not an editor <laughs> shut up <laughs> yeah i watch youtube though <laughs> yeah that's true but there there are things you know like from that for me from those you know viewers that left comments or whatever um i grew from it i kind of did what you had to do right and swallowed pride and and did yeah. something it's not like what i put in there now i don't like i still enjoy it you know i still like yeah. it yeah but it definitely there are things that you know people people are gonna you're doing it because you want people to watch it, right? Like, especially, right. like, there's definitely those people out there who are just like, I'm just going to put out this. I don't care if anybody ever likes it. This is for my memories. It's for me, whatever. I think it's way too much work to for that, you know? But at the same time... I think deep down, deep down, they say that because I see those people all the time, but there's no way that they're really putting it out there for their memories and, like, editing. And if it yeah. went off really good, oh, I did this on purpose for my viewers, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's not the case. For sure. uh, this yeah. is for we, my family. For sure this the is first... for my family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I think when we first started, I, I actually – I remember saying that. And it's still good to have those memories, but I remember saying that. Like, just like – even if – I was like, I don't care. If anybody – they don't like it, at least I'll have this. I can go back and show my grandkids and stuff. But if you're going to grow – you do need to listen to your audience for sure because they'll tell you what they want and it's not it's not always a bad idea to so you know, are, change a couple of things here and there. Are any of you guys doing this full time? Not yet. No. No. We wish. Yet. Is that so is that is that <laughs> the plan for y'all? Do y'all want to eventually get we're, there? we're about we're about going to have to because some of us are going to lose our jobs probably because <laughs> we yeah. <get> so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, we're all self-employed though so that definitely yeah, yeah. definitely helps so so that's um, a that's a good point i mean mm-hmm, yeah. y'all are able to do a lot of this stuff because you are self-employed and um obviously it makes it to where you can take however many days y'all were freaking it seemed like y'all were elk hunting for four months yeah uh when i was 17 days it, so. 17 yeah. days for me dude god Seven. i was skinny parker you want to get skinny <laughs> Go for I don't even know what the heck he's saying by that. We hadn't even talked about that. He had to bring weight into the deal. Do you want to get skinny? Dude, you want to get skinny? You, no. If I wanted to, I would. I could if I felt like it. That actually makes me feel a whole yeah. lot better because I'm a lot bigger than you are. He never said nothing about me. He's Parker, scared of you. Parker, we're built really similar, dude. Parker, we're built really similar. We are, dude. You know? It's, uh, it is what it is. No, seriously. Elk season this past year, I come back and, like, my sister and brother-in-law didn't even hardly recognize me. I'm talking about pants, dude. I look like. I'd been on Jenny Craig or something, you know, <laughs> and just huge. Yeah. And, and what's crazy, we packed out Ryan deer and bow elk season. What did we pack out? 11. Mm. However many people were there except for one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cause we didn't pack out Trevor's. So there was, I think there was yeah. 14 tags. And so we didn't, we had five of us was there. Obviously we packed all of ours out, but then we had other people in camp that had had tags. And then we had some people that were camped beside us. It was like, well, crap guys, we'll take y'all too. Cause they weren't into anything. And so we, we took them hunting, packed 
we were sick of packing meat out. I know that me and Ryan and Phil can can have an elk quartered out in 22 minutes. Yeah, we did time that. Yeah, we we and that's not it. skipping and, either. That's not no, skipping. I'm, I'm talking every yeah. That's a lifetime of practice. That is. I mean, when you think about that's that, a lot of elk. Yeah, that's or, like most yeah. people are like, yeah, it took me five years to kill an elk, and you know, I mean, nobody's doing eleven. 11 elk on one trip on the mountain man that's crazy that's insane that's, that's, that's crazy well it is. so one thing that we've done and dude i don't think that we're just some like great elk hunters but i think that hunting whitetail for years has changed and we do a lot of things that we've talked to other elk hunters and they've been like dude that is weird you know i've never heard of anybody doing that or, or whatever um like when i shot my bull we stood still for probably 30, 45 minutes, and the bull never answered back. We heard him break a stick while we were taking a break. And Phil had cow called like 20 minutes before, and we were just sitting down on our phones because we had service. And we heard a stick break, and we just looked. And we was like, dude, that could be an elk. It was either elk or bear. And we stood there 15 more minutes, heard another stick break. Phil drops back, starts cow calling, never heard a single thing. And probably 30 to 45 minutes or so, we watched this bull. We finally see a leg break. I mean, a, a leg like step on another stick at about like a hundred yards or so. <clears throat> if you watch that video, you'll see him walk through and open him. And most elk hunters that, you know, we've talked to and we've told them that story there. In, in fact, Bo Martonic was one of them. when We done the East meets West podcast. Uh, we were telling him like, dude, we just stood still. And that's kind of like from whitetail hunting, you know, yeah. and we were just being patient yeah. and uh, Ryan and Phil have a bunch of stories about just how being patient in the elk woods, which you learn from whitetail hunting has completely changed. And I think it's a lot to do with our success is, is a patience factor there um, from our whitetail backgrounds. Yeah. And so that, that really definitely gets into the, the, the question that I asked a while ago, just yeah. what can somebody expect when they, when they see your channel? And uh, the first thing I think about is obviously bow fishing, um, just because there's not a lot of people putting out, like you said, a lot of people putting that stuff out. But the thing that, you know, I'm not a bow fisherman or, or yeah. a fish hunter or whatever you would yeah, call that's yourself. Right. Uh, <laughs> a uh, fish slayer. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that stuff. So obviously that's not really my, I'm not just like searching a whole bunch of bow fishing videos. Right, yeah. But definitely, you know, I've never elk hunted before. But I watch elk videos because yeah. they're they're fun yeah. to watch, you know, for me. Um, and you guys, like we said, y'all slayed them this year. It was like, dude, when I got on Instagram, like every day for all those days, it was like <laughs> another bull down. I'm like, isn't this supposed to be hard? Like these guys are definitely at an outfitter. There's no way that they're killing that many elk. They're on a high fence in Texas killing exotic elk. Hey. Don't be giving away our secrets, dude. <laughs> yeah, all right. But, but I mean, y'all are doing that. And then deer season gets in the – we get in the heat of deer season. Y'all are out in Oklahoma. Um, it, it, it's just, like, so much variety. Yeah. And that's the thing that, for me, when I see guys like you out there just hustling, man, and every time there's a chance to – there's something in season, y'all are going out and – and being really ultra successful, it seems like, you know, I know there's the, the YouTube is just the highlights of, of things, yeah. but, but there's definitely, yeah. I know there's definitely downtimes for y'all, but man, it seems like y'all are really putting out a lot of good stuff and, um, solid hunters. So with that being said, is there like a dynamic with the five of you that, um, like one of you is good at this thing and then the other one's good oh, at this yeah. thing. 100%. How does that kind of work out? And do you all kind of 
um, feel like you grow in in all of those things, or do you still feel like there's just like one guy that's the whitetail guy, and then one guy that's the bow fisherman, and kind of that? Yeah, it used to be. I I will say that for sure, and I feel like what you were saying, we are we're all growing and making steps to become better at just about everything we do. But starting out, that helped a lot is by just having that variety and diversity. Everybody had their specialties. And so there never was a time in the year where we weren't just blowing and going. We all like to do the same things, but like JJ, you know, he was a tournament fisher. We all bow fished, but he took it to like another level. He was always the guy that had the airboat, real expensive, you know, airboat that was driving around doing crazy stuff. And so he would, uh, you know, we would feed off of his energy and then the elk woods, it was, it was Phil and, and Ben pretty much. And we would all, me and Kyle would show up and they would show us the ropes and, you know, each year we're progressing and we're getting a lot better, but definitely it started out that way. But I'll say right now, I mean, we're, we're pretty, there's a couple of us that I still feel like are a little bit better at certain things, but starting yeah, out, I can't that's call. Can't figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, this year was my first year. I've been trying for years and years and years to like elk bugle. And this year was the first time that I took an elk bugle into the woods because Ryan and everybody else were hunting. And I, it wasn't really important that I was filming. Uh, at this time, we were just hunting with one of the guys in camp. I, or I had taken him hunting. And uh, so I brought an elk bugle and I had a bull come in and we almost killed him. And dude, I felt like the biggest man ever because up <laughs> until this point, um only thing i was good at was you know i can cow call right in fact brian's biggest bull i'll take the credit um oh, in fact, the biggest in. bull any of us ever killed i cow called it in without even having to bugle after they roast me 24 7 for not being able to bugle. <laughs> uh, so kyle but, when was kyle when was the first time that you actually went uh went on an elk hunt so actually uh me and phil were the first ones to go. No, Ben went when he was really young. Um, and so the first time I went was right after we went mule deer hunting. And Ryan, I think we were at like 21 or 22. Um, and we had went mule deer hunting and then Phil called me. And um, so this is way before Unguided. And uh, he was like, hey, dude. Yeah, Unguided Outdoors. Sorry. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> this was before I was a lead guitarist for the heavy metal rock band. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so anyway, so Phil called me, he's like, Hey dude, let's go try to kill an elk. And me and Trevor, you've seen him in some of our videos. He's just a close friend of all of ours. He's not really in the group. Uh, we drove, I drove from Alabama to nearly Utah. It was on the Colorado border and we got in, we slept for like two or three hours, woke up, got out of the tent and cow called and Phil and all them, they had left way earlier before us. He's like, dude, we got to have some sleep. He's like, no problem. We'll just, you know, we'll see y'all this afternoon. Come back to camp. So we got out of the tent and cow called and we hear a bugle and we're like, okay, well, let's go after it. You know, we don't know what we're doing. And so Trevor figured out how to cow call at the time. I couldn't do none of it. And we take off running. We cut the distance and we heard him about 200 yards away. Cow called, same thing. Guy responds right back to us. And we're like, crap, dude, we're about to kill a bull. And so we walk right to the edge of a meadow, cow call again. And at this point, Trevor's cow calling. I'm filming and Trevor's shooting, which is not how you would do it at all. I mean, at this point, <laughs> I should have dropped back and learned how to cow call. Well, Trevor ends up cow calling again. And we have the biggest bull I've ever seen on the hoof at this well, at this point in time, hardly ever in a video. He was probably mid 300s, 350, 330. Comes right down to the edge of the meadow 
and we ain't checked our wind. We ain't doing nothing. And we're like, dude, we're about to smoke a giant. This is easy. You know, we ain't 400 yards from camp. And so me and Trevor are freaking out. And we may actually have this on film. I don't, I don't remember a whole lot of it at the time. Well, the uh, cow ends up spotting us. Like, since because we're just standing at the edge of the meadow. Meow, meow. Just waiting for him to come out. We thought that's how, how it works. And uh, it, we didn't realize that it was a herd bull. And he had thought that we was one of his lost cows. And that's probably the imitation that Trevor was making, like a lost mew. Didn't even know it. And the bull was just trying to locate us. And if he had taken two more steps, we would have shot an absolute freak giant, you know, first day. And then after that, we sucked it up for four years and didn't kill nothing. So <laughs> I it was miserable after that. <laughs> I always laugh listening to that story because it is the absolute worst, like, resident, resident, oh. What's the word? No, no. Re representation of That's what an oh, elk hunt should be on a yeah. public land hunt. The first time you you just step out of your tent and there's a 350 bugle and it just it just makes me laugh when I hear that. And I'm talking about Everybody's over the counter, yeah. over the counter yeah. unit. I ain't talking no, you know, you know, God sent unit. That's it funny. horrible. That's it, yeah. it's funny when it works that way. Uh, my first ever public land, like my first year hunting public land turkeys. I killed a long beard my very first day, like the first day. Which is never heard of. Yeah. It's like I was by myself. I wasn't hunting with some like, you know, legendary turkey hunter or anything. I was just by myself. Killed one the dang first day. And uh, that the rest of the year, I <laughs> sucked it up, man. I couldn't, I couldn't even find another gobble. You know, I couldn't buy one. Yeah. And, uh, and that's just the way it works out. I think God does that to us um, because he knows what our passions are supposed to be. And, right. uh, yeah. and he knows what, if, if I can just get them hooked like this, yeah. then that's the way it'll work out. But um, so, so that was like, you said you were 21 or so and yeah. go out there and have a great encounter. It gets you hooked and you don't kill another one or you don't kill one. No. For yeah. like four or five we don't years. kill one until like three years later. And no, that's when longer than Kyle, that was it. Yeah, it was longer than remember. that because we didn't draw a mule deer tag, and then me and you went and done the one where you, <laughs> Ryan, right, yeah. Ryan hadn't attended church for a little while at the time that we go to <laughs> the, the. So the next year, me and Ryan didn't draw a mule deer tag, but I was hooked. I was like, man, we're gonna go out here, we're gonna slay the uh, elk. And I'll tell you who I talked to. There was a guy named Trail Kaiser. I think it's his last name. Kaiser, Kaiser, uh, he is on his own go hunt, and I got a cell number. And at the time, he's not with Go Hunt anymore. He's with, uh, or I'm sorry, he's with Go Hunt now. He was with a uh, page called Hunt Full. And I'm like, Ryan, I've got to figure it out. I had bought maps. I had downloaded all kinds of stuff. I'm like, dude, we're gonna go out here and smoke the elk. And uh, I was the pro. I was basically Corey Jacobson, second year in. And uh, so Ryan had been practicing his calling. And uh, right, we we get way 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 back in, and Ryan gets altitude sickness. And then I heard Ryan pray in probably about three years. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in a backpack tent. And I swear to you, I mean it was freezing. When I say freezing, I'm talking about like holy cold. And so we're I'm laying there asleep, and 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 we had already ate and everything. So I'm laying there asleep, and we got to get up in a couple hours. And I hear Ryan put the light on, and he's holding his head, going, "Oh God." Oh God, dude, that man was calling out on Jesus Christ. So he was wanting the Lord to save his soul all over again. Dude, it was the funniest thing ever. Hey, for, I'm if talking, you ever like, got altitude sickness, you would know where Listen, I was at. Hey dude, Ryan, I'm, I, 
there's a lot of times in my life when I would probably be like, ha, ah, that's funny, you know, whatever. I passed a kidney stone a couple days ago oh, for man. the first time in my life, and I have never prayed like I prayed <laughs> during that that. Yeah, that's why I've moment. been sipping on cranberry juice, dude. Yeah. Just for that reason. Let, have you ever have you ever had one? No, I haven't. Have you, Kyle? No, I have. I hear there's like death though. It. Yeah. I'm telling you, I would not wish that pain on the devil. Like it was, <laughs> Godly, dude. it was so bad. And, uh, my wife was like praying for me. It's just, <laughs> this is a funny story. It really, it was, it's a miraculous story. I'll tell you that yeah. it's a miraculous story. Um, and I'll tell it uh, just a, a cliff notes version of it. Cause you reminded me of it. Um, yeah. so I wake up in the middle of the night, just like in this intense, awful pain. And I, I feel pretty confident my dad's had kidney stones several times when i was younger and uh i knew the pain that he had described and i'm like i think i got kidney stones and um so real quick wife, where does it hurt at like does in, it hurt in, in your, your back right like your lower your lower, lower back. back yeah that's where okay. it starts and then i could basically feel it moving towards oh towards man. the where where it goes Towards the exit. Yeah, towards the exit. <laughs> you seen the hand motion that was just made. There's a, there's a, a, the bluff gap, I yeah, guess you it, could call it. It, went, it was going out. It was going out. So, um, I told my wife, I mean, it's like midnight or so when I wake up and I, I, I said, I think I got kidney stone. Call my mama. Like, I need you to call my mama. And, and call so, mama, then call on Jesus. So she, that's exactly what happened. And I'm just like sitting there in this position that's like, I'm on my hands and knees, like think of like how you're you giving would, birth. Yeah, like giving birth <laughs> on my like I'm I'm sitting on my hands and my knees, and I'm just like rocking back and forth. Then I throw up, um, like more than I've ever thrown up, and it was there was blood oh, in it man. and stuff. It was just violent, and uh, I think well maybe I just had a maybe I just ate something bad or something like that, and then it it started hurting again. I'm like nope nope, and uh, and so we're praying. So my wife actually is scrolling on Instagram. And uh, she sees this thing, and if anybody knows who Benny Hinn is, he's, yeah, like, a, he's like a televangelist guy. Yeah. And yeah. first yeah. off, why is Hallie following Benny Hinn on Instagram? I don't know. Um, why is she searching at three in the morning yeah. for Benny Hinn? Yeah. So she's like, she's like sitting there, and she's she's like, well, this is the thing he's praying for healing, right? And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I will take it, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> no matter at this and, point. At uh, that point, yeah, anything. So yeah. they sing a couple songs or whatever, and it's awful. It's terrible. Like oh, the, so you're watching the you're like you're watching service. I'm not. He's I'm watching not. his service. No, I mean I'm, Hallie's watching it for you. Yeah, I'm listening. Hallie's Hallie's interceding interceding on my behalf. <laughs> and uh, and it, I mean, granted, this is at like three now. I've been fighting this thing for about three hours. And she's she's just rock star man staying awake with yeah. me. I'm like, yeah. and I'm crying. Like it, it's the worst. You can judge me oh, for crying. Yeah. I don't care. Anybody listening to this, you can say I'm a wimp for crying. I'm not gonna wish you get it, but you just wait. Yeah. When you do, it's you're gonna be like, <laughs> I get it now. Hey, he yeah. he actually texted me. He's like, Hey man, we, we we won't be able to do the podcast. And this was this was like Sunday. He's like, We can't do the podcast. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, oh oh okay, like everything all right. I just passed a kidney stone, and I'm like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> we're cool. We don't yeah. got to do a podcast." <laughs> so, um, so I'm sitting there, and she says, yeah, "I can turn this off if this is annoying." I was like, "No, just let it go. Just let it keep going. It's, it's. You know what? If this is what it takes, 
So I kid yeah. you not, they take a call in from somebody and the lady Oh no. The lady that calls in says, I'm just having kidney problems and I need healing. And so Benny Hen starts praying in his little Benny Hen accent and yeah. he starts praying for healing over kidney disease. And I'm telling you, as soon as he said Amen, I look at Hallie and I'm like, I think it's gone. Like it literally went away. That's an epic story, man. Dude, how about it? That's that's crazy. Listen, in that moment, I'm like, God, if you heal me right now, I'll tell the world. I will tell the world. So this is you telling the world. Yeah, I'm never going to say another cuss word. I'm never going to watch another rated R movie. I'm deleting Netflix as soon as this. As soon as I'm done with this thing, I'm. I'm... I won't even watch season four of Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. And I really want to know what happens. Oh gosh, yeah. that's epic right there too. Oh, yeah, God, so... like, whoa, 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 that's all right. I don't have to do that. So I'm listening to uh, like yesterday, right? I go mm-hmm. squirrel hunting after church yesterday and kind of turkey scouting or whatever. And uh, I'm listening to. Um, uh, oh my gosh! Why am I, uh, Tony Tony Peterson? Tony Evans. Mm. Oh. Tony Evans. <laughs> no. Tony Evans. <laughs> Tony Evans. We're off the spiritual. We're spiritual back on the honey. Yeah, yeah, back on honey. <laughs> okay, okay. I was okay, listening to bad. Tony Peterson podcast, we still... <laughs> and he's talking to some guy that I've never heard of before. I'm sure you guys probably know him. He does a lot of elk hunting stuff. I can't even remember his name, but Tony says, yeah, we know him. Tony says, uh, "Are you?" <laughs> Are you the now? Did you had a kidney stone while you were elk hunting, right? And he started going into this big long story of being up on a mountain solo, by himself, and Man, having a no. kidney stone. And I don't think I would have appreciated it as much if I no. hadn't just had yeah. one this weekend. And uh, like, mm. dude, there's some stuff for real that can happen like that when you're out in the woods. I've had toothaches. I've had a tooth get inflamed. Uh, while I'm on a, you mm. know, rutcation trip camping out with my dad. And it, it's like, mm. it's like magnified something serious oh, yeah. when you're out there and there's literally nothing you can do about it. Like, so yeah. dude, Ryan, yeah. I get it, man. You become, you become a daggum like deacon. Prayer yeah, you are a prayer warrior whenever stuff yeah. like that happens in the woods. Yep. Um, I don't even remember where we were at. We just got started talking about suffering, our suffering here <laughs> on suffering. But Kyle, just to give context um, for, for everybody, there's there's five guys, right, spread yep. out across three states. Yep. Because I know there's a, there's a lot of people that, that um, listen to the show, watch or you know, yeah. watch park and everything that, that that are solo guys. They they solo film. So kind of kind of explain the dynamic and Ryan, you can too of how we we were talking about the group. That's what we we're talking about. It was is how did how does it how does it work filming wise? I mean, do you, do you all try to go on group hunts? Do you do you self film any? Um, or is it how how's that look? It's kind of a sensitive subject between me and Kyle. <laughs> we're like both on the completely opposite end. You would think I would be in a a videographer would would enjoy stuff like that but self-filming sucks man i hate doing it and ryan and I, had I think... the holy jefferson of all deer seasons <laughs> this year didn't yeah. sell film one of them uh, no <laughs> so, yeah, so, so you just killed a bunch of you killed that. a bunch of deer that y'all don't even have videos of oh no, yeah i I'm killed a whopping deer dude that's me. Sounds like Drew. I, I filled all three buck tags, and Parker's like, "Do you yeah. have any footage?" I'm like, "I remember calling Colin, no. like, man, it, 
I got him. It would have been great video, but <laughs> <laughs> he fell yeah, out of his filming. He, hey, he, oh yeah, yeah. I, I wish he'd have broke his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he had a kidney stone for this. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. but don't don't do don't, don't wish that. Don't pray that. For <laughs> don't wish that. Um, self filming is hard, man. I'm telling you, it's it's one of the things that I've just I've tried over over the years, and it just I guess I'm too. I'm just too, uh, I care too much about the quality of the video mm-hmm. and I know not everybody has that option. And so we do. And so that's why we were talking earlier about how much we travel right, and a lot right. of it is just, just for video guys to be able to be there and stuff. So, yeah. um, that's, it also makes it easier with us being, there's five of us. And so there's always usually at least one person that can go, but, you know, help but still not doing it full time. Right. I mean, y'all, y'all, right, y'all yeah, have right. self-employed, yeah. but you're, you're, um, yeah. So, oh my gosh, Ryan uh, Parker's showing me these deer that you killed this year. Like, dude, it's so <laughs> stupid. Like, it's so things dumb. are giants, bro. Yeah. Yo, he had a good year this year. It's aggravating. I didn't shoot. I shot uh, one buck on public land, Oklahoma, and he. I shot him back. I shot him back, and I thought it was liver. That's the only thing I'd done all year. Um, other time, I filmed most of the time, and then Ryan. Dude, he stepped in the woods and it was dumb, dude. It was like the deer come running. The guy could have been in a Walmart parking lot, hit the grunt call, and they just flocked to him. <laughs> it's I, so ignorant. So, I probably won't even pull my bow back next this year on a on a deer because of that. But Ryan, uh, what what state were you hunting? Were you hunting there in Texas, or were you doing Oklahoma? Like, uh, or was uh, it one was one was Oklahoma. The first one actually is on on video. Um, it was a really cool hunt. I got to. Ben filmed that hunt. We were uh, f- filming out of the Trophy Line uh, Tree Saddles, the company we work with, mm-hmm. and uh, that one's on our YouTube channel. And then after that, it was just everybody was either doing something or someone was out of town. JJ lives like I was saying; he lives here in Fort Worth. But what, that for guy whatever reason, work. we love JJ to death, but he couldn't film if if like his life depended on it okay that that was my other question too is like with yeah. with with the five guys like is there's just is there just some people that like you know i mean it sounds like ryan you're you're like the the one of the video guys you know and and so yeah uh but is is there other guys that are just like hey man just 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 keep on shooting the bow you know don't don't yeah, don't worry yeah. about the video and bow fishing for sure man with yeah. me being so particular about the video and stuff it it kind of pains me to see someone else grab the camera, even though I know they're doing a great job. It's just, I see what I want and that's what I, I like to be up there, you know, on the, the video stand filming. Everybody has their expertise though. And that's, what's nice about the diversity that we have. Like Kyle, he keeps up with all the analytics and, you know, communicating with companies that we're working with. I keep up with all the video. JJ keeps up with, you know, making sure staying in touch with whether if it's, you know, uh, like bass fishermen's on these lakes that you know are keeping an eye on for like the carp spawn and stuff like mm-hmm. that, so we'll know exactly when to go. <clears throat> Phil and Ben are constantly on you know different websites doing research on for elk season and stuff. So it, you know we all have our expertise, and so that Sweet. definitely helps. That's a, a neat lot. dynamic, it and is. and I could see that being a dynamic that really makes y'all gets y'all at each other's throats too. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Whenever you got <laughs> you know like. Like when you're talking about analytics and uh, I, here's a conversation I could see happening. So Kyle's over there researching analytics and watching YouTube and 
watching trends and doing all that kind of stuff and uh, paying attention to like uh, titles and keywords yeah. and things like that. And then, you know, you go off making a video and it goes completely against all that stuff. And you have the conversation of, well, I know what I'm talking about. Well, I know how to edit a video. Well, I know what yeah. you need oh, to pick if you want it. Like, it's I can see that day. being a thing. It's every day. <laughs> it's every day. Our group text, I mean, even today, we were we were at each other's throats. And, I mean, at the end of it, I say all that, at the end of it, we're laughing and, and joking around, poking at each other about it. Because we all know how to push each other's buttons. But stuff like that happens all the time. That's just part of we have a lot of what does jj call it like uh alpha male mentality yeah like all five and, and, of us are, and that's yeah. yeah i mean we're all entrepreneurs we're all you know most of us are like we we go to the gym quite a bit we've you know played sports whatever so we're either competitive and um you know me and ryan probably have had it out i would say the most but like we've been best friends since we were kids so it's more like a brother right you know type yeah. deal uh, me and Ben this year got into our first argument and we was with just some, some random guy was hunting with us. And like, he's like, dude, these guys are about to fight, you know? And, uh, and we don't, obviously we, I don't even, no one was running the camera there. They should have. Cause dude, I was freaking out on that guy right there in the middle of a valley. <laughs> Dang it. It kind of makes funny, you wonder though. if like, it kind of makes you wonder, I always wonder if like these other channels, like, or that be like Hushton or Born and Raised or uh, Seek One or anything like that. Like, I wonder if they have the same kind of clashes oh, that we do. Man. They have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it just lends itself to. That's I why mean, I think most you can't people spend that much time. Right. Yeah, you can't spend that much time with with dudes. I mean, dude, think about it. If you're around your wife too much, you and her start bickering back and forth. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, these dudes don't look near nothing like my wife. And, you know, if I'm having to hang out with these guys, <laughs> you know. Their exit trail is not weird. nearly the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see that being a uh, a big time issue. But uh, what I was going to say is, I don't think a lot of guys realize how hard that is, especially mm-hmm. when they say, "Hey, you know, we're five buddy. Let, let's 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 start a YouTube channel. We all like to do the same stuff." They don't realize number one the amount of work that it takes because <clears> it takes five guys. Um, to do what you guys are doing and probably everybody is adding uh an amount of value, value. that is yep. mm-hmm. that is uh that you couldn't really do what you do without that person whoever that is and oh, yeah. uh and, and and a lot of people think like well we just we like to hunt and that'll keep us together forever but i've seen like friendships end over this crap and yep. um over the stuff that we're talking about so it does take like a a very specific um group, group yeah. to make it work and i think that's why a lot of guys it, it's just not gonna work you know yeah you see it talked about all the time like the majority of youtube channels that are you see right now whether it be on the saddle hunter pages or whatever 10 years from now they're not going to be there um yeah yeah now, guys like me and you because i i fit into that category of ultra competitive like you tell me something yeah. like that like i'm a i'm an eight on the enneagram I'm an Enneagram yeah. eight. Like you tell me that. Oh, really? Well, I'm yeah. gonna be, I'm gonna be one of them. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. gonna, like yeah. that just makes me want to do it even more, you know. And yeah. uh, but there there are a lot of guys, and obviously, I'm I'm as far as YouTube is concerned, I'm doing it by myself now, and that's not on accident, you know. Like it, yeah. it's very you got it's got to be specific. It's a very specific um, friendship, I think that that has to happen. 
you know, for, for, yeah. for, for it to work. What helps us is we've been arguing and, and, and getting past arguments years before we started on Got It. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this stuff like this has been happening since we were young teenagers. And so, I mean, like if we figured that if we could stay, you know, friends through all this, and a lot of us have done, you know, business together through our businesses and uh, several of us are involved in the same type of business. And um, so, I, I mean, it was like one of them deals, like it just made sense because of, you know, the ability, I guess, to kind of move past, past it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we had a lot of, I mean, we all have a lot of friends that are great hunters and, great fishers and bow fishers and stuff but it was like a we kind of it was we kind of picked our five you know like if you were at a say like a pickup game at basketball we knew who would work together <laughs> right. you know what i mean right. yeah, as a team and so we you know we didn't just take it lightly like we all anytime we brought in i think phil was our last our last guy that we brought in and we all knew his expertise and how he he's really good just all around at filming he had a lot of good connections He's good. He was actually, he actually started another YouTube channel before ours and it was just kind of, it was just getting to where it was just too much work for him by himself. And so he was looking for something different, but he, we knew he had experience in that. And so it was just like an easy fix and we grew up with each other hunting and fishing and stuff like that. So, and what a great addition, like, you know, he's, uh, there's one specific video that I, uh, that I really, really like from you guys this past season when he did the spot and stalk on the deer in uh, oh, yeah. in Oklahoma, like holy yeah. cow, what a good video, you know? Yeah. Like was it was it one of you guys that was actually filming that? That was me. So Boatner. Yeah. yeah was, and all that was shot was in real time. It's amazing. As yeah. A, yeah. All the re- yeah, B roll and stuff. It wasn't <laughs> no fake and B roll. You know, it was real B roll at the time. Wasn't that fake and B roll? Wasn't that fake and B roll? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was a it's like. If if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say to a listener like go check out one video to get you to get hooked on what you guys are doing, that's a really good example of you know I mean in the quality of it the the hunt itself, man just public what, land right too public guys land yeah, hunt, it's yeah. public land yeah. what a cool yeah, yes, what a sir. cool hunt you know like and if I'm not <clears> mistaken <throat> y'all went out there y'all had never been there right right and me Phil. and Phil hadn't yeah never stepped foot in that place before and uh it just happened to work out i mean we, and that's what i gotta go get a phone charger guys i'll be right back all right <laughs> but uh just staying on your toes and doing it doing whatever it takes to to make it happen you know like we could have you know in the hunt we talk about you know we could have stayed in the tree but we just had the right conditions to make that stock and that rarely happens it does like in western parts of states like where there's a lot of you know that type of terrain where there's tall grass and they mm-hmm. have a lot of high winds and stuff like that. But that was a hunt I'll never forget, man. It was crazy. And y'all were like in the plains, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was yeah. wide yeah. open and stuff. I yep. I think people forget um, with a good, because I mean, if you spend any amount of time on some of the social media groups and things like that, you see people like, oh, well, they're just YouTubers, you know, they're just, just doing that. They're not like the experts or they're not like the super skilled hunters they're just youtubers you know they're just whatever right right the thing that people forget is like if you want to especially putting uh, doing stuff on public land if you want to be successful with a youtube channel you've you've got to be successful as a hunter uh, yeah you got to be a successful hunter hunter. you got to be you not only have to 
be good at hunting. You have to be good at yeah. telling the story and filming and doing all that stuff at the same time. And so, yep. yeah, obviously, everybody's opinion is going to be different on this kind of stuff. People who aren't, you know, filmers or whatever are going to maybe have a different opinion. But it, to me, the first thing I had to do is be good at hunting. Then you yeah. could add the camera. I think a lot of guys forget that, like, not only are you hunting and having to be successful, but you're also having to think of the content that you're going to produce at the same time. So, you know, guys like yep. doing what y'all are doing, mm-hmm. you know, you and Phil didn't just put on a successful stock right there. Yeah. Like y'all had two people, one of you filming and trying to get good footage of the whole thing and <laughs> yeah. stay hidden and do all that at the same time. It wasn't like, it wasn't like you're just one guy going out and putting a stock on a deer. Yeah. Like there that was... stuff doesn't, yeah, that, that stuff doesn't happen. And like I starting out, it'll be a lot harder. I'll say if you, if you're a video guy mm-hmm. coming from my perspective, these, it's like wrangling, like trying to wrangle kids around when you're trying to film sometimes <laughs> with these dudes, because like you have to literally stay one step ahead of whatever they're thinking about doing. So mm-hmm. being experienced in hunting before I started videoing, I kind of knew, you know, and you can see that on a lot of our hunts, like even a lot of our elk series and stuff like me and Phil particular, we make a really good team of just, there's no communication. Like I know what he's doing. He knows where I'm at and we just work together like that. Mm-hmm. That's a really good, really good dynamic that we have, but yeah, staying in front of people and just really knowing what they need to do to get this to happen and knowing what you need to do to get, to make sure you get on film is, you know, like you're saying, it only comes from experience just by being there and hunting before, you know, and you know. Yeah. Ryan, I, also one of the things I wanted to ask too was going off of that was, um, you know, you were, you were saying that, you know, being a good hunter helps with the filming aspect, but I know there's a lot of guys that are, that are sitting out there that are great at the filming aspect, the editing and, and all that, but not necessarily on, on, on the hunting. So how did, how did you develop that craft of, of, of the video side of it? Um, I don't know. Me and Kyle, like I was always, I was always like pretty eccentric growing up mm-hmm. and like, I always just seen stuff in my mind. And it's sometimes, I think some of it has to do with just, it just people are kind of born with it. They kind of mm-hmm. can just see everything through a camera lens almost, right. you know? Right. And I always, I was always videoing stuff, not just hunting growing up just with whether it was with my phone or my mom or dad's, you know, cheap camcorder or something like that. And, uh, I think it just came from that, just growing up, just filming crazy stuff. We were always doing stupid stuff, even like what Kyle was saying, growing up in church camp, you know, mm-hmm. or if it was filming us out there playing sports or doing skits or anything like that. And it just watched a lot of YouTube and a lot of movies growing up. And yeah. I just kind of just something I was interested in. So it's definitely that's what had a, a lot to do with it. I think when I think of who shall work in church too. So, when I think of the dynamic of people that work in any organization, probably mm-hmm. you have like the creative visionary, like those type of people. And then you have the mm-hmm. admins, you know, and, and I totally agree with you, man. Like n- nobody taught me how to be creative. Right. You know, nobody, yeah. nobody taught me how to see things that way. It just kind of, yeah, it, it was just kind of there as long as I can remember. Then yeah, you, have, you have different mediums that you can use, mm-hmm. you know, different outlets. Yeah. And it goes with photography as well. And that's something that, 
we've all even been like Ben took the initiative uh, not too long ago to buy a really nice camera and and Kyle was kind of the, the pioneer for our photography because that was something else that we noticed in bow fishing is like there was no decent photography either not only videography but um you kind of like being a photographer you just see different things and like you're kind of just like you said you're born with it and you have that vision and because there's sometimes that you know it, rather if it's someone we bring in to help to help film something or just to kind of just to be there as a as another extra person they'll be like oh i think it'd be cool if you took this picture of you know the deer if you're just holding it like right here like really close to the <laughs> you know it's just kind of like something that people don't they're just not necessarily born with it it's not like it's it's a bad thing it's just yeah. you know some people just see things a lot differently sure yeah and uh, yeah yeah definitely also with that too ryan on on the infill on like the in the field aspect like is the person running the camera is that the one that's wanting to get the shots and telling you hey after the kill this is what we're going to do like how do, what what does that look like actually in the field um i'll say like we try to keep it as natural as possible right i'll be honest like even just going back to like phil's uh, hunt. a lot of people would have tried to go you know gone back and reenacted that mm-hmm. and i don't i hate doing stuff like that and everything honestly we try and that's something that we felt like you know having a youtube channel it's people like watching tv growing up and stuff i mean i watched primos you know real tree all that stuff but it got to the point where it's just like you just couldn't relate to them because it was so acted out <clears throat> and so right. that's something that we've all tried to I mean, honestly, Kyle, you may can, you may can answer it, but I don't really think there's anything that we've done. That's just like, okay, well, you know, whenever you go up on this deer, after you've shot it, I want you to come from this angle and then do this. Yeah. I mean, we may afterwards just to get some B-roll shots and stuff, but right. I think YouTube is, <clears throat> it's not something that I go and watch to, to see a lot of like super good produced quality video. I just like to see people just acting like people. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. being part of it. Like it almost just makes you feel like you're there. Yeah. And so there's not a lot of it. I mean, there may be every once in a while if we're trying to do something on purpose, but, but yeah, it's usually me or Kyle that's telling kind of like the directors out there right. telling people what to do. One, one thing I will say that you had asked us at the very beginning, you said, well, y'all want to do this full time and you know, what are your plans? Whatever. Um, probably unless you just end up with a giant YouTube channel, the odds of you getting paid enough money to do it full time by just because of who you are and what your name is, I would say those odds are pretty low. I mean, I mean, I would say they are extremely low for anybody. Um, but one thing that we wanted to do and, uh, our photography has helped this a lot. Um, and, and with the videography and the editing, um, just like for PSE, like we've shot, if you go on PSE's, uh, Facebook or Instagram page, uh, from Phil's hunt, we, we sold them a commercial from that hunt for their stealth bows and, uh, for trophy line tree saddles. Um, if you go on, I think most of their websites, most of the photos I've took a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. So there needs to, like, if you're planning on to do this full-time you know there again most people aren't going to go oh i love you so much ryan uh i'm just going to hand you this money no you need to offer value in 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 space you need to be able to say hey guys uh you can pay us to wear this onyx shirt but at the same time we're going to shoot the most awesome onyx video while we're already there doing what we're already doing and so we wanted to be like a double-edged sword 
uh, with that. And so I, I guess the best way to describe it is, is or what to, if I was given that tip out is you said earlier, Parker, um, would you say the people that are only videoing it for themselves would, I don't think people should look at it that way. I think they should look at it like always try to improve and then say, Hey, my photos. And that's one thing I was like, dude, my photos are just as good as, you know, old Joe, whatever his name is over here and he's getting paid for him. Why can't I? And, um, and so a lot of our income that we have now, um, is stuff that me and Ryan are doing. And, uh, this year, probably uh, a large percentage of it is going to come from just creating content through photography and videography. Um, so it's, it's probably something yeah. that people need to pay attention to. That's good. Man. For, sure. That's good. for sure. Yeah. There's definitely like, especially from social media, because a lot of times that's where people find you on Instagram, Facebook, things like that, and drives your your audience there to your YouTube channel. And if they see you have good, good quality, you know, photography on there, they're, I think they're probably a lot more apt to go check your YouTube channel out too, because you've proven that you can actually, you know, produce some pretty good quality for from sure. photography. Yeah. I think you guys, y'all definitely have, mm -hmm. y'all have a really cool dynamic. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, I know there was probably some growing pains and stuff that happened with all of it, but man, what you guys are putting out right now, it's really solid stuff, and I would I would encourage anybody listening to this to go out and start watching it. I mean, you guys have got uh, a lot of good stuff already made. You said y'all had some plans for turkey season um, coming up that y'all are going to be putting out. So if you're a turkey hunter, that's what you're into. Go check out uh, Unguided Outdoors, not just the Unguided or Unguided, <laughs> because uh, you may you may get something a little bit different may get lost yeah like, what in the world's going on here um but man we uh we really appreciate you guys coming yeah, on we're coming thank, up on time thank y'all so much um i know y'all have uh I, I heard a rumor ryan that you are a nine o'clock bedtime guy so yes um, i'm watching the clock up here so, <laughs> so we're th you've, you've already lost three minutes of sleep tonight so yeah. uh we'll, We'll try to let you guys go, but is uh, is there anything else that you guys want to um, talk about? I guess I guess what we could do is just tell everybody, um, Kyle. I guess we'll we'll go with you, Kyle. Tell everybody where they can find uh, Unguided Outdoors at. Okay, so we actually have I guess the handle on everywhere, including the domain name Unguided Outdoors. Uh, you can search it on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We don't have twitter um, you know i don't want to keep up with that i have to keep up with enough as it is um a really quick tip that i would give to anybody is don't overlook a social media just because you think it's dumb um a lot of people gave us flack for having a tiktok and we had a conversation with one of the people from bass pro the other day and the first question they asked us was do you have a tiktok and i was like yeah it just so happens that we're one of the largest outdoor tiktok groups that there is and so um I'm not saying get on there and do weird dances, but I am saying that, you know, don't ever look at anything. Uh, it, any way to get your name out there for people to see who you are is always a good thing. Um, yeah. But I would definitely just check out our YouTube, Instagram. I, I, as far as Instagram, we try to post, uh, we post probably about every other day or so. And we'll transition throughout the seasons. We'll still be posting some hunting stuff, but now that it's bow fishing and bow reviews and gear review stuff, that's mostly what you'll see from us. Um, Ryan actually today, anyone has the chance y'all need to go look him up on instagram it's called boats boat or boats underscore boat right is that right right yeah, yeah. Yes. he posted a video that like i got a little teary-eyed 
and it's it's uh, uh, elk hunting makes you have good bro hugs or something, and it's just all the emotional moments from our um, elk hunts, and it, it's really like you'll you'll go, man, because in the woods most people don't. Uh, if you're not a hunter, you don't understand the emotions that you go through, and uh, the highs, the lows, and whatever. And this little clip that he made just really highlights that. And I think I can share it to the young guy outdoor story. Um, and that's something you know, and, and uh, we're just like super normal guys. Um, that's what I had to tell a guy today. And, and that's something that was like been interesting for us is getting to know a lot of people in the outdoor industry. Like there's a lot of people that aren't legit and aren't real. You know I mean? Like you try to go like me and Parker, we've seen each other at ATA. We started talking, we've kept up, whatever. Parker's a normal guy, you know, like he's like someone that I would hang out with, you know, whatever. And, um, but there's a lot of people that we've met, like that you'll message or try to contact. They don't have a time and day for you. And there's not being anybody that's messaged us or commented on something or tried to contact us in any way that I know of that we haven't responded. And that's something that we wanted to show just people if they take the time to watch your stuff and they take the time to like your stuff, comment, you know, it doesn't hurt to be cordial and respond back to them. You know, and we get asked, you know, we have all these small channels a lot of times now that'll ask us for collabs. I'm not rude to them small channels like people were to me when I was asking, you know, and uh, I, I think that's a really big thing that people need to be paying attention to is no matter where you go, remember where you started and, and always have time for everybody. That's good. I think that's a good way to end it, man. Yeah, man. Um, yep. Tell us who you guys are, what y'all are doing and um, kind of the the heart behind it and uh, i know i really appreciate that heck yeah and uh we really really appreciate you guys coming on the yeah, show had a blast, man. and uh, and talking with us and if you're listening to this right now and you're not subscribed and you haven't checked out unguided outdoors you need to go and do that um but i think that's going to be it for this episode thank you guys again for coming on well thanks for having yeah, us man. man we really appreciate it all right, that's going to be it for this episode of the Creator Series on the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. Big shout out to the guys at Unguided Outdoors. Go and check the, them out, their channel out, their TikTok account, their, their YouTube, their Instagram, their Facebook, whatever. They have all kinds of social media platforms where they're putting out quality content daily and doing a, just a, a kick butt job at it. These guys are crushing the game. And uh, I've truly enjoyed being able to follow along and follow their success and follow their growth. And uh, as a creator, man, I'm so inspired by some of the things that they said in this episode. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for the friendship and their willingness to help other people out. So um, definitely go and check out the Unguided Outdoors and, uh, and see what they've got going on. It's, uh, it's a great channel full of really, really solid dudes. Not only that, but they're great hunters. They're just incredible outdoorsmen. They're doing a really good job. So go and check those guys out. Obviously, you can check out Southern Ground Hunting on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Instagram. You can pretty well just search Southern Ground Hunting and find it there. As I've said before, I'm releasing a lot of turkey content from past couple of seasons that you can see there. And I've got a, uh, an exciting video that's going to be coming out in the next couple weeks. And it's uh, going to be, if you've, if you've been with us since last turkey season, you know that I killed pretty much a, what I would consider to be a once-in-a-lifetime turkey. It was a, uh, like a black and white, super cool-looking bird, great-looking tom. Uh, I'm going to be getting him on the wall. I'm actually going to do my first full-body turkey mount with him, and uh, it's going to be really cool. On public land, it was a public land bird in Tennessee, 
and uh, I called them White Lightning. So that video is actually going to be dropping for the first time ever uh, here pretty soon. So I've got to got to get it up there and I think y'all are going to enjoy it. We had a great time in Tennessee on that trip. So that whole series is going to be out very soon and uh, you can enjoy that. So that's on the Southern Ground, uh, Southern Ground Hunting YouTube channel on Instagram at Southern Ground Hunting, Facebook at Southern Ground Hunting. Check us out on all those pages. So uh, man, again, thank you guys so much. I cannot tell you how much it means to me that people actually want to hear uh, anything that I have to say. Like that it, it is so humbling all the time when I hear, you know, when I get an Instagram message or a Facebook message or whatever, where somebody says, hey, I listen to your podcast. I really appreciate what you do. I watch your YouTube channel. Really appreciate that. Guys, y'all have no idea how much that means to me. And uh, I just really want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in every week. And uh, hopefully we can keep bringing this great content uh, weekly. And um, man, I'm excited about the future. So uh, anyways, that's going to be it for this episode. Remember this, guys, that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.